0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does it look like to live into God's calling as an Asian American Christian? Stay tuned to learn more about learning our names, Asian American Christians on identity, relationships, and vocation. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your
1: Word is truth, Your Word is life. Presented by Inner Varsity Press.
0: Your Word is truth, Your Word is life.
1: The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemene
0: UM. Let's get in the word and may the word get in us. Open our
1: eyes that we may
0: behold wonderful things in your word.
1: Old Testament reading. Hosea chapter 10 through chapter 13. Chapter 10. Israel is guilty of fertility cult worship. Israel was a fertile vine that yielded fruit. As his fruit multiplied, he multiplied altars to Baal. As his land prospered, they adorned the fertility pillars. Their hearts are slipping. Soon they will be punished for their guilt. The Lord will break their altars. He will completely destroy their fertility pillars. The Lord will punish Israel by removing its kings. Very soon they will say, We have no king, since we did not fear the Lord. But what can a king do for us anyway? They utter empty words, taking false oaths, and making empty agreements. Therefore, legal disputes sprout up like poisonous weeds, in the furrows of a plowed field. The calf idol and idolaters of Samaria will be exiled. The inhabitants of Samaria will lament over the calf idol of Beth-Avon. Its people will mourn over it. Its idolatrous priests will wail over it, because its splendor will be taken from them into exile. Even the calf idol will be carried to Assyria as tribute for the great king. Ephraim will be disgraced. Israel will be put to shame because of its wooden idol. Samaria and its king will be carried off like a twig on the surface of the waters. The high places of the house of wickedness will be destroyed. It is the place where Israel sins. Thorns and thistles will grow up over its altars. Then they will say to the mountains, cover us, and to the hills, fall on us failure to learn from the sin and judgment of Gibeah. O Israel, you have sinned since the time of Gibeah, and there you have remained. Did not war overtake the evildoers in Gibeah? When I please, I will discipline them. I will gather nations together to attack them, to bind them in chains for their two sins. Fertility imagery, plowing, sowing, and reaping. Ephraim was a well-trained heifer who loved to thresh grain. I myself put a fine yoke on her neck. I will harness Ephraim. Let Judah plow. Let Jacob break up the unplowed ground for himself. Sow righteousness for yourselves. Reap unfailing love. Break up the unplowed ground for yourselves. For it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers deliverance on you. But you have plowed wickedness, you have reaped injustice, you have eaten the fruit of deception, because you have depended on your chariots, you have relied on your many warriors. Bethel will be destroyed, like Beth Arbel. The roar of battle will rise against your people, all your fortresses will be devastated. Just as Shalman devastated Beth Arbel, on the day of battle, when mothers were dashed to the ground with their children. So it will happen to you, O Bethel, because of your great wickedness. When the day dawns, the king of Israel will be destroyed. Chapter 11, Reversal of the Exodus, Return to Egypt and Exile in Assyria When Israel was a young man, I loved him like a son, and I summoned my son out of Egypt. But the more I summoned them, the further they departed from me. They sacrificed to the Baal idols and burned incense to images. Yet it was I who led Ephraim. I took them by the arm, but they did not acknowledge that I had healed them. I drew them with leather cords, with straps of hide. I lifted the yoke from their neck and gently fed them. They will return to Egypt. Assyria will rule over them because they refuse to repent. A sword will flash in their cities. It will destroy the bars of their city gates and will devour them in their fortresses. My people are obsessed with turning away from me. They call to Baal, but he will never exalt them. The divine dilemma, judgment or mercy. How can I give you up, O Ephraim? How can I surrender you, O Israel? How can I treat you like Adma? How can I make you like Zeboim? I have had a change of heart. All my tender compassions are aroused. I cannot carry out my fierce anger. I cannot totally destroy Ephraim. Because I am God and not man, the Holy One among you, I will not come in wrath. God will restore the exiles to Israel. He will roar like a lion, and they will follow the Lord. When he roars, his children will come trembling from the west. They will return in fear and trembling, like birds from Egypt, like doves from Assyria. And I will settle them in their homes, declares the Lord. God's lawsuit against Israel, breach of covenant. Ephraim has surrounded me with lies. The house of Israel has surrounded me with deceit. But Judah still roams about with God. He remains faithful to the Holy One. Chapter 12 Ephraim continually feeds on the wind. He chases the east wind all day. He multiplies lies and violence. They make treaties with Assyria and send olive oil as tribute to Egypt. The Lord also has a covenant lawsuit against Judah. He will punish Jacob according to his ways and repay him according to his deeds. Israel must return to the God of Jacob. In the womb, he attacked his brother. In his manly vigor, he struggled with God. He struggled with an angel and prevailed. He wept and begged for his favor. He found God at Bethel, and there he spoke with him. As for the Lord God Almighty, The Lord is the name by which he is remembered. But you must return to your God by maintaining love and justice and by waiting for your God to return to you. The Lord refutes Israel's false claim of innocence. The businessmen love to cheat. They use dishonest scales. Ephraim boasts, I am very rich. I have become wealthy. In all that I have done to gain my wealth, no one can accuse me of any offense that is actually sinful. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. I will make you live in tents again as in the days of old. I spoke to the prophets. I myself revealed visions. I spoke in parables through the prophets. Is there idolatry in Gilead? Certainly its inhabitants will come to nothing. Do they sacrifice bulls in Gilgal? Surely their altars will be like stones heaped up on a plowed field. Jacob and Aram, Israel in Egypt, and Ephraim in trouble. Jacob fled to the country of Aram. Then Israel worked to acquire a wife. He tended sheep to pay for her. The Lord brought Israel out of Egypt by a prophet, and due to a prophet Israel was preserved alive. But Ephraim bitterly provoked him to anger, so he will hold him accountable for the blood he has shed. His Lord will repay him for the contempt he has shown. Chapter 13 Baal Worshippers and Calf Worshippers to be Destroyed When Ephraim spoke, there was terror. He was exalted in Israel. But he became guilty by worshiping Baal and died. Even now they persist in sin. They make metal images for themselves, idols they skillfully fashion from their own silver. All of them are nothing but the work of craftsmen. There is a saying about them. Those who sacrifice to the calf idol are calf kissers. Therefore, they will disappear like the morning mist, like early morning dew that evaporates, like chaff that is blown away from a threshing floor, like smoke that disappears through an open window. Well-fed Israel will be fed to wild animals. But I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Therefore, you must not acknowledge any God but me. Except for me, there is no savior. I cared for you in the wilderness, in the dry desert where no water was. When they were fed, they became satisfied. When they were satisfied, they became proud. As a result, they forgot me. So I will pounce on them like a lion. Like a leopard, I will lurk by the path. I will attack them like a bear robbed of her cubs. I will rip open their chest. I will devour them like a lion like a wild animal would tear them apart, Israel's king unable to deliver the nation. I will destroy you, O Israel. Who is there to help you? Where then is your king? That he may save you in all your cities. Where are your rulers for whom you asked, saying, Give me a king and princes? I granted you a king in my anger, and I will take him away in my wrath. Israel's punishment will not be withheld much longer. The punishment of Ephraim has been decreed. His punishment is being stored up for the future. The labor pains of a woman will overtake him, but the baby will lack wisdom. When the time arrives, he will not come out of the womb. The Lord will not relent from the threatened judgment. Will I deliver them from the power of Sheol? No, I will not. Will I redeem them from death? No, I will not. O death! Bring on your plagues, O oh, Sheol, bring on your destruction. My eyes will not show any compassion. The capital of the northern empire will be destroyed. Even though he flourishes like a reed plant, a scorching east wind will come, a wind from the Lord rising up from the desert. As a result, his spring will dry up. His well will become dry. The wind will spool all his delightful foods in the containers in his storehouse. Samaria will be held guilty because she rebelled against her God. They will fall by the sword. Their infants will be dashed to the ground. Their pregnant women will be ripped open. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and holy and righteous God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for an opportunity to get in the word. God, we are reminded. We're reminded the ways in which our idols deceive us. Our idols turn us away from you and they turn us into people who are cruel, people who despise justice, people who oppress others, people who who lie, people who Use you or attempt to use the God of the universe for their own pleasure and their own gain and for their own sense of faux piety. But you, O oh God, chastise your people, your people who claim to know you, who claim to love you. O oh God, you correct us. And Lord God, I pray right now that you would make us sensitive to your whisper, that you would not have to raise your voice to correct your people. Oh, how we have dishonored your name. As we reflect on your people of old and your people today, how easily, oh God, we can take for granted your blessings, the blessings that you pour out to us, how we can become haughty, how we can despise your word and go our own way, how we can add to your word or ignore your law and your teaching and your holiness that you have called us into. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ, who was faithful at every turn where we, oh God, have been unfaithful. We thank you that upon him, all of the judgment, all of the pain, all of the discipline, all of the wrath that was due to us has been taken upon the Lord Jesus Christ. And for that, we are thankful. We are so, so grateful. Lord God, we love to reflect on your kindness and your compassion and your goodness because that is at the very core of who you are thrice holy, God. But let us never forget that you are holy, holy, holy and that you have called us from the delusion and the indulgence of idols into the worship of the most high, worthy, and only God and that is you. We thank you, O Lord, for these warnings that echo throughout history. And yet we are mindful of your great love for your people that although you discipline them then and us now, your love never fails. So, oh God, would you grant to us mercy? Would you grant to us grace? As we cry out in confession right now, acknowledging, oh Lord, that we have not honored you as we should that we have not walked rightly as we should. We have not said the truth as we should. Oh God, please forgive your people. Heal this land. Heal us from the inside out. We thank you for what Christ has done on our behalf. And yet we recognize that right now you have called us to a faithfulness. You have called us into an obedience. That is how your word tells us to love you is in obedience to your word. Not whatever we make up in our own imagination, but we are to love you as you have called us to love you. So pour out your spirit that we might love you in the way that you are due this love and adoration and appreciation, O oh God, for you indeed have been good to us. You have been walking with your people for a very, very long time. And I pray, O oh God, that you would continue to walk with us in holiness, in Obedience make us obedient to your word, your will, your way. For ultimately, that is what is best for us. Your way is what is best for us, shaping us into people who are loving and people who are just, who do no harm to our neighbors, who do good to those who are around us, who do not dabble in hypocrisy and idolatry. O oh God, but O oh Lord, live live our lives as people with hearts that are open to be poured into by your spirit. It is in your name that we pray. And God, we confess. We confess our ways. We thank you for your forgiveness, for you have promised that you will not crush us, that you will not blow out a dimly lit wick. But, oh God, you will sustain us for Jesus' sake. And for that, we say thank you. It is in Christ's name we pray and entrust ourselves. Amen and amen. Many Asian
0: Americans know the pain of being called names that deny their humanity. Learning Our Names is a book written by a team of four Asian American university staff workers who are East Asian, Southeast Asian, and South Asian, and who share how God uses their unique ethnic identities and experiences for his divine purposes. The book is even endorsed by basketball star Jeremy Lin, who says that the book was so encouraging to him in exploring how his identity shapes his faith. Get your copy today at ivpress.com and as a listener of this podcast you can get 30% off plus free US shipping when you use the promo code the word that's promo code the word at ivpress.com We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word
1: but doers